Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. Gorgeous. In this episode, I wanted to talk about greatness hangovers. Now, you might not have ever heard the term greatness hangover before, and that would be because I just made it up. But it was something that I experienced when I was on my book writing retreat a couple of weeks ago, and I just I started to do all of this journaling, and then I just picked it up, and I was like, oh, my God. This is a greatness hangover. I'm having a greatness hangover. So I want us to talk about greatness hangovers in order to bring more awareness to them so that you know that this is what's happening when it happens to you next and you don't get taken down by it um, and you don't get roped into believing the messages that your brain or that your ego is telling you. So what is a greatness hangover? It's essentially the low after the high. So you've had some massive high. You've been in your greatness, some incredible win or success, um, you know, or uh, something that's gone really well for you that maybe you've really stood in your greatness, expressed your truth, um, had, you know, maybe you had launched something or had a lot of positive feedback or success or put something out there like a book or um, spoke on stage and you just really owned it and you were so in your greatness, right? So what can happen after those moments um, of really just fully occupying our, our power, our bigness, our taking up space is that there, it can be followed by this contraction, by this fear where your ego starts going, oh my God, what are people going to think of me? I was too uninhibited. I exposed myself too much. I got ahead of myself. Just all sorts of stories can come out of it, but essentially you become very self-conscious straight afterwards, very self-conscious and, and, or uh, experience a lot of negative feelings. And it almost doesn't quite make sense because you've just had this massive win or, um, this massive high, and there's, there's a contraction that comes after it. Have you ever experienced this? Have you ever experienced something like this? Other words that you might put around it is like literally having a shame storm, um, or, or experiencing a shame spiral as I think Brene Brown would call it after some time where you put yourself out there and you've actually received a lot of positive feedback from it, right? So it happens from taking up space, 
owning who the fuck we are, fully stating our desires, being uninhibited and almost like feeling maybe at times swept away by your greatness and you suddenly feel exposed and self-conscious. It can feel really jarring and it can make you put reins on yourself so that you don't get too ahead of yourself and you don't get a big head, you know, and maybe do that again or expose yourself like that again. Right. So as I was mentioning, this happened to me. um, I noticed this on my book writing retreat. I'm going to share a bit more about that with you in a second. And I'm so glad that I caught it because if I hadn't have caught it, I would have just gone directly into my contraction pattern, my dysfunctional pattern. That's my, so we all have a dysfunctional pattern, which is like a set of habitual steps we go through in order to not get what we want. Right. And that's our ego's protective mechanism that it, it designed and it's set up for us. And, and we always play it out actually, like, um, in all different areas of our lives. And so what happens is, um, I, part of mine would be to contract, feel guilt and shame. So a hallmark of mine is actually feeling guilt and shame. I know if I'm ever feeling guilt and shame, I'm in my pattern. That's my pattern has just come up and I can get swept away on it. And that's what will then lead me into contraction. I won't be creating. I will just be in a shame spiral basically. Um, and I will sabotage the very outcome that I desire, uh, I seek to create, right? So our ego has got this structure set up that we unconsciously move through when we get triggered, um, that sets us up to not get what we want, not get what our greatness would truly desire. Um, And having a greatness hangover is one way that your ego can pull you back to safety, pull you back into um, its pattern, which is designed so that you don't get what you want, but so that you stay safe according to your ego. So there are two things when I observe this greatness hangover phenomenon um, that I can see in myself, but I also uh, see in other people, there's two things that I observe to be a part of it that are the mechanics that are driving it in your consciousness. Number one is that you have been occupying your greatness, your pure creative spirit, and this doesn't align with your egoic beliefs about yourself. So it just never does. Your your greatness never aligns with your egoic beliefs about yourself. And that's not bad. You don't need to change that, but just be aware of it. Um, So your ego wants, like, needs to find a way to make you feel something. It could be like feel bad um, in order to reorientate you back towards what it knows. So your ego will get you to tunnel vision on something Um, be distracted by something that will pull you out of that and back into the um, identity and uh, emotional state that your ego feels orientated in because your ego doesn't feel orientated when you're in your greatness, right? It feels like disorientated and confused. So it's like, okay, let's focus on this thing in order to bring you back to, so I can be orientated. 
Your ego always wants the known. It always wants the known. And when you're in your greatness, you have stepped into the unknown. So this is just another way of saying it, how it's orientating itself. Um, So it wants to go back into the known space. How can I get back into our known sphere? Right? So that's one thing that's happening is your your ego's been disorientated by you being in your greatness. It wants to orientate you so it will present a, a problem or, you know, just some way of making you feel a certain way that brings you back into like, oh, okay, this is this is what I know. The second thing, the second thing that I observe happens in the greatness hangover is your ego has just had all this validation, right? You've been in your greatness and there's some success that's come your way. You know, someone has said yes to something. People have given you lots of compliments on something. There's been some real validation high, okay? And your ego just laps that up. It's like, oh, yes, Amazing. I've got all this validation, right? And so when that invariably stops or just isn't there for a short period of time, your ego starts to freak out and it feels like it's not whole again and goes, oh my God, I'm incomplete. There's something wrong. I mean, I know it's totally weird, but this is what I observe happens. And now that I'm saying it, I'm sure you can probably actually see how this might play out sometimes in your life or for you. Um, you, you get all this validation, maybe you get all these messages or you've made money or had, had some other success. And then there's like the quiet period after that. And that feels, that's just natural and normal. And then that feels like such a low, like it's such a hit and that you're not having the validation that you were just getting. And so your ego feels incomplete. Um, it feels like it it's no longer whole without that validation because it was just getting its validation. So like, oh yeah, like, so what's the word? Oh, I'm about to get my period. My brain doesn't work that well. I'm about to get my period. Um, so satiated uh, is what I'll I'll say. Uh, so that's the second aspect. Um, is that you suddenly got all this validation, and then there's a natural lull that comes, and your ego freaks out about that, right? So if you're feeling So when we go into a greatness hangover, we're feeling self-conscious. And if you're feeling self-conscious, you are in your ego, you're in your separation, um, and you're trying to judge and assess to find your place rather than just being yourself, right? When you're just being yourself, like you're just in it, right? I'm sure you know that feeling. There's just no self-consciousness. When you're feeling really self-conscious, you're in your sense of separation and you're and like what you're literally trying to do is judge and assess like how do I fit in what's my place do I need like how are people perceiving me um you know do I need to kind of change something because I'm trying to manipulate things in order to be okay or get what I want okay um so when we get hit with a greatness hangover we have two options, 
two options. Number one is to unconsciously go along with the greatness, shame, hangover stories um, that are being served up to us, like the, the feelings or the thoughts or the beliefs that are coming up for us, or we see it for what it is. This is a greatness hangover or greatness, shame hangover. And it's an egoic reaction and strategy, um, to take you back to the known, to take you back to safety, according to your ego. So we have a choice to let it sweep us up or see it for what it is, not let it have the driver's seat and know that it's just an illusion and keep going. Do not give it any power. One of these options is going to put you in the downward spiral of your belief cycle and increase the momentum of self-sabotage and really erase the creative momentum you've just created by stepping into your greatness. And the other is going to, to actually use this experience to put even more momentum in your greatness and even more momentum towards creating the end results or success that you desire. So I want to share my experience with you from the writing retreat to illustrate this because I think it's going to be really helpful. And I'm really just about identifying and normalizing these experiences so that when they come up for you, you don't get derailed. This kind of thing used to derail me a lot. And I can remember distinct times actually years ago in my business where I would be fully in my greatness and I would have this massive flow, you know, and just, it would just feel like magic was raining down and happening. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, whoa, I've really gone to the next level and bam, eventually I would be hit by exactly this and I would go into contraction. I would go into a shame um, spiral and I would pretty much take one or two steps backwards and erase all of all of that really amazing, juicy, delicious momentum that I'd created because of this. So I noticed this come up on the writing retreat and I was going to read you uh, one of my journal entries, which was the first one that I did on the writing retreat when I could start to feel there was all this like tension in my body. And I was like, okay, I need to write this down before I keep going because there's stuff coming up for me here. So initially it just came up in as feeling a bit uncomfortable and like not really that good about myself and you know, maybe this weird, um, abstract ideas of fear of failure. The book's not going to be any good. No one likes me, blah, blah, blah. And I was coming off a high of sharing about the retreat, going on the retreat, you know, for me going on this retreat was awesome. I booked it, uh, couple of months before and I had just had this gorgeous place for the week. I was writing the book. I think I actually might've even written the whole book, but, and then this came up, right? So I, I was really embodying my greatness. And then I woke up and I just started not feeling good. And I was starting to feel like, like stuff was coming up for me. Um, 
So <laughs> I'll read you little snippets of it. I just don't think it's going to be that helpful for me to read all of it. But I started it off by writing, I have woken up in paradise. It's so beautiful here. I have these remnant guilt and shame feelings coming up. It feels like I don't delu- deserve this. I'm being delusional. No one wants a book from me. Okay. So actually that was a, that was a good part to read out. Then I proceed to write an entire page of just everything that I felt guilty about. And these were all things I wasn't consciously aware of until I wrote it down. I just let it flow. And I just went, I feel guilty for eating. I feel guilty for going out. I feel guilty that I'm not exploring the area. I feel guilty that I'm spending all my time writing. I feel guilty if I do anything other than writing, you know, it doesn't make sense. It literally doesn't make sense, but I was just having all this guilt come up in my body and feeling like, oh, I'm doing things really badly and doing things really wrong. I'm just um, having a bit more of a look through to see what else I can share. Basically, just I feel guilty. Uh, Yeah, I haven't got more done already. I'm afraid it means I won't complete the book and I'm going to start spiraling down into a black hole and be totally stuck. Um, I... Uh, I feel like I'm getting distracted by things and not focusing on writing my book. Um, I feel ashamed about blah, blah, blah. Um, just all this stuff coming up for me. And then, um, I go down to, I feel like I've lost my affirmation, attention and validation and it's triggering me. Um, I feel ashamed for believing in my greatness uh, and that's where I then wrote the shame hangover of being in your greatness. And I and I literally wrote a star and I was like, oh my God, create an episode on this uh, podcast episode. Um, yeah. And oh, well, I'll just keep, kind of keep reading some of it. My ego doesn't feel like this fits into how it orientates with life and wants me to believe that I should feel ashamed and guilty and give this gives this to me as proof that this isn't for me. My ego is trying to take me back to what it knows. What I'm living right now that conflicts with my beliefs, as in my egoic beliefs about myself, are things like I don't deserve good things, I'm not allowed to be happy, I'm not a good person, life isn't easy, I don't have time to relax and have fun, things aren't allowed to be easy. I'm afraid of wasting. (laughs) This is so funny because actually a client brought this up with me recently and I was like, don't worry, that's the thing that comes up for me too. Uh, I'm afraid of wasting time on journaling and mindset work and I feel like I should just be writing. Uh, More things I was feeling guilty about. Um, In my ego, I believe that I need to be perfect to create this book and I'm not being perfect. I recognize that none of this is true. It's all just my egoic's reaction to circumstances. It's all made up. It's all just a story I've got running. My ego wants to protect me from the vulnerability of sharing my book. And then I just went through a process of writing, I am okay with all the all the fears that were coming up for me. I'm okay with not finishing the book. I'm okay with the book not being amazing. I'm okay with it having a crappy title. I'm okay with it not totally making sense so that I just neutralized any of those fears and resistances so that they wouldn't be getting the power um, and they wouldn't be unconsciously getting my intention. And then I just, at the end, connected back to the truth of what I would love. I would love to finish this simple 
little heartfelt book and share it with my people. I would love to create a sales page and an email that delivers people this book. I would love a bite-sized book that delivers wealth principles of from my years of experience about how to actually prosper and thrive doing what you love. I would love to go to cafes, eat nice food and connect with beautiful, loving people. And so then I was like, okay, my obvious next step is to do one hour of editing right now and, you know, just set a timer um, and do that. So I hope that sharing that with you just illustrates it a little bit more and shows you how that can come up. It's like things are going really well but you get a bad feeling. That's probably a better way to sum it up. Things are going really fucking well, but you start to get a bad feeling and you start to tunnel vision on fears, things that could happen or things think making a, um, what's it called? Making a, making a mountain out of a molehill or whatever that saying is like you, you start to make these big problems out of things that just aren't even a problem, right? And that's all part of the greatness hangover experience where you've triggered your ego and your ego is either like, A, hey, this doesn't fit in with my image of myself. um, So I'm going to bring us back into the known um, or B and or B oh my God, we just had all this validation. We don't have that validation anymore. It must mean X, Y, Z, nothing's going to work out. And all of this is designed to take you um, into your egoic pattern to move you away from your highest truth, highest potential, highest expression and back to safety, back to the known. So the most empowering way that we can come at this is to notice that this is what's happening and go, hang on a sec. This isn't real. This isn't based on anything real. When I go through all of those things I wrote that I feel, I feel guilty about this. I feel ashamed about this. None of those things are real. Like that was, that's literally my brain trying to just make up all this shit to get me to feel bad, to get me to take the next step in my dysfunctional pattern that will take me away from being in my greatness. So, you know, which is a whole nother kind of, a whole nother episode or a whole nother story, what happens from there. But in this episode, I really just wanted to cover what that greatness hangover is. So the next time you have a massive win, you have some success, you create something, you're in your flow, you maybe do a painting or you write a book or whatever, and then you start to feel bad afterwards that you can stop and go, hey, hang on, this is not true. This is not real. I'm not going to give this the power. I'm going to acknowledge it. I'm going to refocus back on what I love and I am going to choose that end result. I'm not going to question um, or investigate any of the bullshit my brain is throwing up for me. I'm going to stay connected to the truth of who I am, what I love, my end result, and I'm going to place the power in that. I'm going to take the next obvious step. 
All right, that's our episode for today. And if you haven't seen my new book that's come out already, I would love to share it with you. It's called Make Money Want You. And in this book, I'm sharing with you the five wealth principles that you were never taught or you were never taught the whole thing properly so that you could actually use it in an empowering way that will enable you to finally prosper and thrive doing the work that you love in the world from your own business, your creativity, what you feel called to share. And these truly are the things that have enabled me to do that. And after, you know, many years of at times yo-yoing or plateauing to really break through that, to consistently make progress, work, um, work with the people that I love to the highest service and potential um, and grow and expand my business and wealth um, from my purpose work. So if this at all piques your curiosity, the book is only $7. You can get it on my website uh, or via the link in the show notes and it's only 72 pages. So you can download it, read the whole thing in one sitting. And if you don't love it, you can get a refund. So there truly is no risk. So if you haven't already checked that out, I would love to invite you to do so. And otherwise I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode.